Hi everyone, welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Badley. There's a lot of events going on around the world today. There's a war in Ukraine, there's school shooting in Texas, there's outside conditions and events that are making us feel uncomfortable and sort of nervous about them. And in this episode, the, a lot of people ask the questions about that and Joshua is talking about how everything is happening perfectly on this timeline. Everything needs to happen as it is happening. There's a fundamental change that's going on and these events are waking up the consciousness of the world to see that there are solutions to all these things and the solutions will come but they won't come if you are in fear of them they'll come from neutrality and so this episode uh there's a question about the school shooting and joshua's answer is really eloquent there's also a video that i posted on that too if you go to joshua teachings at youtube you'll see the video on school shootings um before we begin we have a, a new um, round of Ascension Experience courses starting on Monday. To check those out, visit the te uh, teachingsofjoshua.com and click on the Ascension Experience and there's all the courses there. There's also a $50 off coupon code. It's just 5-0 off and you'll get $50 off each one. So you're all thinking, well, am I really ready for a course? And is it, do I have time for this? And is it too much money? Well, take a look at that. At least look at the website because you have the time if you are listening to this podcast now you are at the right place at the right time you're ready for it this will help you change your mental construct there's the tools of the uh, manifestation event form that are in the first two courses there and a lot is uh, will help you to shape your mental construct so the course the essential experience you don't have to do all of them pick one you like maybe start with the alignment one that's a great foundation if you're more advanced you can go on to other ones that are interesting to you it doesn't matter and if you want to talk to me about them uh, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll set up a zoom call and i'll tell you all about them and how they work and if you're ready so you'll know that way and of course remember to follow this podcast and leave a review leave a comment like and subscribe all that great stuff share it with your friends on facebook tell your friends about it. I know a lot of you are sharing this information. Uh, you may have just found this podcast, so there are a lot of great episodes that you can listen to as well. And if you want to get started, there's also the first book, A Perception of Reality, that's now an audiobook, and you can check that out on the website as well. So without any further ado, let's get going. We're thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, welcome. So you're all asking questions. You're all asking questions about how life's working and how to most effectively navigate your life and how to get what you want. And you're thinking about what you think you want compared to what you truly want. You're thinking about your preferences. You're thinking about why do you want these things? Why do you have these preferences? Why do you need things to be a certain way? Why are you trying to control everything? You're thinking more about that. You're releasing some control. You're noticing manifestation events that maybe they're happening less often for you. You're raising your vibration, or we should say your perception of yourself within your reality. You're going with the flow of what is happening. You're feeling better and better and better. You're rising to new levels of vibration. Things are coming into your life. And you're understanding that what you thought life was about in the old days and your old approach to life is, has nothing to do with what life is really about. And what life is really about is this journey of discovery. Discovering who you are, discovering how the system works, discovering your connection with everyone in your life and with everything in your life, your connection with your outer reality that you once saw as separate and disconnected from you, you're now seeing it as all of you. You're realizing 
every time you feel a bit of fear, a little sensation, a little anxiety, you're not really concerned anymore where that's stemming from. You're just letting it waft through you and, and let it go. And you're realizing that you don't need to control any of this because this is happening for you. And so why would you control anything that's happening for you? Because if you controlled anything that was happening for you, you'd sort of get in the way of the elegant manifestation of all these things that are happening. When you reach a higher level of awareness about who you are and who everyone else is, when you start to think about equality, equality of all the people in your life and all the people in the world and, and how everything is moving perfectly along a certain timeline that nothing needs to be adjusted in that timeline. It'll all sort itself out. And you can sort of see it if you look back at history and how things are opening up and people are becoming more free and more abundant and have more choices and more opportunities to interact and more opportunities to discover all that's happening in the reality. Well, if you spend time researching things that cause you fear, you're going to be diving down a rabbit hole of more fear. But if you spend your time looking at all the people who are doing amazing things and all the new inventions that are happening and all the new conversations that are happening and all the people who are opening up to this new level of authenticity, well, then you can be inspired by that because this is where you're truly going. You're going towards more freedom, more love, more joy, more authenticity. Yes, there's little skirmishes happening here and there. There's little outbreaks happening here and here. But in the overall macro environment, there is more love than ever before. There is more joy than ever before, more freedom and abundance. Yes, cycles will come and cycles will go. Things will happen. But all of this is really moving you and everyone else forward towards love. This is this journey. Now, you've always been in opposition to it or the masses are in opposition to it. They're holding on to the old ways of doing things and the old beliefs for some fear, fear of loss, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of things not turning out the way they want them to. They might be yearning and yearning and yearning for things and, and they might not see it coming so easily. Well, when you rise above that, when you see what's really happening, that they're living in fear and having manifestation events and they're getting new evaluations of what they're thinking and how that manifests in their reality, they're on their path and they're having their experience and they're having their experience actually for you and for all that is and for source itself. It's all good. It's all working out. Now, those of you who are on this call now and listening to this call at a later date, you must be aware that you're thinking differently. Why are you thinking differently? What is it about you? Well, you've been asking questions. You've been asking questions before you were even incarnated into this reality. You have certain things you want to discover. Why is physical reality any different than the non-physical? Well, we'll tell you that there is no difference other than your perception of it. If you perceived yourself as a magnificent, limitless, eternal, abundant being of pure, positive love and acceptance, if that's how you perceived yourself, you would be living on physical reality on earth just as you exist in the non-physical. And you would have all the powers of creation that you have in the non-physical, in the physical. Sure, there might be a, a lag of time there. There might be some action that you must take. But generally, you're all moving in towards this new dimension where you are able to create deliberately. To create deliberately means to create as you create in the non-physical in physical reality. And in the non-physical, there is not the aspect of fear that there is here. In the non-physical, fear is dissipated or disappeared or not present because you have information. You know who you are. You know why this universe was set up. You know what physical reality is. There's nothing 
for you to fear. You're eternal. You cannot die. And in the physical, the same thing is actually true. You just can't see it. But if you could see it, the fear would dissipate. Now, you have limiting beliefs, and those limiting beliefs will be with you in some form, but they don't need to be as intense as they are. And this is why manifestation events come, just to point out these limiting beliefs that you're believing is true, that was never true. Oh, I can't do this. I don't have the freedom to do this. I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the education or the wherewithal, the talent, or any of these things to do this thing. And this is your own self-imposed limitation. That limitation is based in the untrue belief that you have that you cannot do something. This narrows your range of choices and possibilities. This narrows your range of options. But if you were to open up that range of options, open up that range of choices, to know that any choice is available to you at any time, then you can make choices not based in fear, not based in lack, not based in worry, not based in anxiety, not trying to get what you think you want, but just to take the action that you can in the moment. Without fear, you'd be taking action after action. After, you'd be inspired, taking action, inspired, taking action, inspired, taking action. Well, you're inspired now. You're all inspired now. You're inspired by the question that you asked prior to your birth. That question could be, what is love? Who am I? What are my powers? What is a true relationship? What is love? All these things that exist in the non-physical that somehow you don't see exist here, you want to know why. And how can you bring that to physical reality? And so you've asked these questions and you've gone on this journey and you've, asked, you've acted on enough inspiration to be led to this conversation right now. You are here now. So you've done everything you need to do to get to this level, this level of awareness where you're seeing things from a new perspective. And in that new perspective, in that new vibration, in that new perception of yourself, every single thing is available to you. You might not know what your question is. You don't need to know what that question is because that question is in your vibration and you're seeking the answer. The answer is somewhere over here and you're being attracted to it through experiences and inspiration and actions that you take. And you're slowly raising your vibration to meet the vibration of that answer. Now, it isn't imperative that you ever discover this answer. That's not the point of this. The point is to be drawn on a journey of discovery to come closer and closer and closer to that answer. And every time you come closer to that answer, you get new information. You have new experiences, new people come into your life, new wonderful experiences that you would not have allowed yourself to experience at lower vibrations in fear. All the experiences that you truly want are at the higher vibrations in love. But to get there, you have to push past your fear. And a lot of you had fear before enrolling in the boot camp or enrolling in the Ascension experience. You had fear of money, fear of time, fear of, I don't know if I'm right for this. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if this is going to lead to some change that I do not want. And you've all pushed past that fear to be here now. So congratulations on that. But if there's anything else that you're inspired to do and you're stopping yourself because you're not in fear, one thing must happen. You must be made aware of this fear and the limiting belief that's causing that fear. And that will come through in manifestation events or resistant thoughts or all kinds of experiences to point out that limiting belief because that limiting belief is the obstacle that's holding you apart from everything you truly want. It's causing the fear that stops you from moving, stops you from asking this question, stops you from talking to someone new or discovering someone new or traveling somewhere new or attempting some new 
idea that you have in your mind. Why won't you do these little things that you're inspired to do? It's the fear of loss, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, all these things that are not true. All these things are illusion. You can't fail. You can't truly be rejected, never. You can't really be harmed in any way. You cannot die. None of these things that you think can happen to you can ever happen to you. They're always happening for you. So that which you fear, if it were to happen, it would have to be for your benefit. When you become a deliberate creator, you're gonna ease all those fears. You're gonna to come to a neutral state. You're gonna let go of desire, let go of preferences, let go of ideals, and let go of attachments to outcomes. You're not going to care how it turns out because you know the fruition of that manifestation coming to you through source, flowing through you to take actions, to enter a reality that's been formed for you by the universe will be more than you can believe, will be more ecstatic, more interesting, more joyous, more fun, and more full of love, more full of abundance, more full of freedom. You're moving along in more freedom, more abundance. Now, it's not the abundance necessarily financially. It's your awareness that you have everything you need. Every single thing you need will come to you on your journey of discovery exactly when you need it. That could be new people, that could be new experiences, and that could be money if you need the money. Everything you need will come to you. And you now have all the freedom you need to make any choice. There is no choice off the table for you. Any choice is possible. So most humans are living with a narrow bandwidth of choice because their limitations, which they impose on themselves based on their limiting beliefs and their mental construct is so rigid that they only can do a small range of activities within this narrow band of choice. Your bandwidth of choice is opening up and that's where your freedom is. The more you open that bandwidth of choice, the more you realize that you can do anything you want to do, that nothing is limiting you, nothing at all. It's all up to you. And if you're existing in a state of neutrality and alignment and love, any inspiration that comes to you can be created through you by taking simple little action steps along the way. But if you believe that an action step is beyond your choice because what will people think or I don't have enough money or I need to have everything squared away before I even start this thing, well, you're just going to limit yourself and that will cause inner conflict. And that inner conflict is going to resolve itself some way. It's going to resolve itself some way. The more you push past the fear, the easier it is to resolve this inner conflict, to resolve the anxiety and the worry and the regret and the resentment and all these things. It's really about getting to this neutral place, knowing who you are, understanding that all the wisdom, all the talent, all the things you need will come to you if you have faith and trust in this system just by having a little bit of experimentation, a little bit of practice with this, confidence will be the benefit and clarity will come along with that and it'll get easier and easier and easier. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question. Kate. Um, I haven't really formulated the question yet, but I was wondering if you could help all of us understand the exploration of romantic love, uh, especially, you know, in comparison to platonic love or friendship love. And we, we always, we know that everyone's equal and we can express our love on a daily basis and, 
and that we should, and we desire that as a true desire. But um, how does, you know, desiring in the either true desire or think it's what we want um, exploration. We see so many humans, I, I guess I, I, I see humans still choosing or desiring um, to explore physical reality with a romantic partner. So any, in, you know, anything that comes to mind for you to share. Excellent. Well, there are a lot of different types of relationships that you can have. And each of these relationships are a window into who you truly are. They're a way to express yourself. They're a way to express love. They're a way to connect to those you know in the non-physical in a brand new way or in a deeper way in physical reality. But how you formulate these relationships depends on how you see yourself. So if you're seeing yourself as a victim, unworthy of love, it'll be very hard to find someone who will make you feel worthy of love. In fact, it'll be impossible because it wouldn't make sense. Given the structure of physical reality, your experiences are based in how you perceive yourself. So if you perceive yourself as unworthy in this area, you'll either never have the inspiration or never be able to move past the fear to meet someone because you, you would say to yourself, why would I even go up and talk to that person if I know they're just going to reject me? And so you would stay in the corner and not talk to anyone. Now, imagine you go a little bit step further than that and you say, okay, I'm worthy of a certain type of love. I'm not really worthy of true love, but maybe there's someone that would accept me. And then you go out there and you might find someone and you'll never get this really strong feeling of love that you thought you would get because you're thinking the person that you're bonding with is the source of love in your life. And that's not true. You're thinking the person that you're bonding with is going to make you feel worthy of love. And that can't happen. What you're going to find is if you feel unworthy of love and you think the other person is going to make you feel worthy of love, they're just going to show you how unworthy you truly feel about yourself. Everything is a mirror. So a lot of people get to this place where they're yearning for love and they're, they're really wanting this love because they think that the other person will make them feel love. I don't feel love now because I don't have anyone in my life who shows me love. If I could only find that one person to show me love, then I would feel this thing I'm missing in my life. They don't realize that the love comes from source through them in an expression of love to the other person. The other person has nothing to do with it. You are here to express love to the other person. And if they reciprocate, that's fine. But that has nothing to do with what true love is. What you want to do is flow source through you to the other person. And you have to see yourself as worthy of that. So for those who believe that the outside conditions and people can make them feel something, they're going to have a hard time in relationships because the person will never make them feel anything because outside conditions can't make you feel anything. If you come along on this ride with us and you learn that you're the creator of your reality, therefore how you feel about anything in your reality is up to you, then all you do is say, I am worthy of love. I am interested in this idea of having a relationship. I want to find someone to express love to. I don't need it to be anything grander than that. I don't need it to make it mean anything about me. It's all about finding someone I can express love to and create a sense of intimacy within that relationship. Well, you create intimacy within all relationships to a point, to a point where it's acceptable. In a romantic relationship, it's more acceptable to be physically intimate, sexually intimate, and to share your deepest secrets and interests and passions and observations and conversation. 
things that you wouldn't be able to share with other people. You wouldn't share them with your parents. You wouldn't share them with your children. You might share them with some friends because that's another intimate relationship, but you're not sharing the sexual part of it. So in this romantic relationship, the first thing you'd want to do is realize that who you attract is based on the vibration that you exist at. Where is the vibration that you are now? Where am I feeling about myself? Do I need someone to make me whole or to complete me? No, I am complete. I don't need anyone to do anything for me. I am doing it out of the sheer joy of flowing source energy through me to this person within the context of that romantic relationship, just as I do with every other aspect of my reality. You see, I'm worthy not of receiving love from my outside conditions, but of flowing love through me from source to every aspect of my reality, which is me. If you feel separate from your reality, then you're going to have a little bit of a disconnect there. It'll be difficult to flow source through you in love clearly. You'll have some wobble in that idea because it's a misperception of who you are a misperception of what the purpose of this relationship is. The purpose of the relationship of every single relationship is to flow love through you to it. Now your society sets up certain parameters that you have to abide by. It can only be one person. Okay, that's fine. I will find one person to flow love to. And if it's fun, it's fun. And if we're having a good time today, we're having a good time today and we'll think about it tomorrow. We're not gonna plan for this for the future. This relationship need not fit with any parameters of a timeline. Because who are you to try and control any of this? To control it is to put limits on it. Maybe it lasts a day. Maybe it lasts a year. Maybe it lasts a lifetime. But from your point of view of flowing love from you to this other person that you found, you must realize that everything exists in the moment. So in the moment, are you flowing love? Yes, great. You'll have a nice day, you wake up tomorrow. Okay, everything's fine. I'm gonna flow love. And if they choose to leave, okay, that's fine too. Someone else will come along that I can flow love to. I am a flower of love or a vessel of love to every aspect of my reality. And I flow it in the same unbridled way to everyone. I don't create hierarchies that are all equal. I flow love to my friends. I flow love to my relatives. I flow love to my parents and my children. And I flow love to my coworkers. And I flow love to my employees and my customers. And I flow love to this romantic partner that I have right now in the moment. Because I am worthy of flowing love from source through me to everything in my reality because everything in my reality is me. You have ideals. Well, I can only choose one person, so it has to be this type of person. And I want this relationship to last a lifetime. And I want this person to treat me like a princess. And I want this person to be ambitious and intelligent and funny and sexy and have this kind of body and all these things. Well, the more things you think you want, all those things are based in fear. And primarily what is happening is that ideal that you create in your mind of all these things you think you want, which are based in fear, is to make you feel something. If this amazing person loves me, 
then I know I'm worthy. But if this like average person loves me, well, of course they do. Do you see how that works out? Of course this average person likes me. They're nothing special. But this amazing person, if that person loves me, that means I'm worthy. And this is what most of the population on your planet is doing. It's interesting to see if you would look at the conversations around arranged marriages, how they tend to work out pretty well. They tend to work out great because there's no expectation of any meaning given within it. But of course, in your society, believing that it's good to be with one person your entire life, because that's what society wants to see happen, because it makes society feel safer, well, there's a lot of tension and fear built up around that. And if it looks like it's not going to work out forever, everyone gets nervous, everyone goes crazy, everyone feels fear, and then they receive urges to try and change and control conditions, and that never works out well, because when they act on urges and they try to control something, the other person also goes into fear and tries to control it back. So we would say, think about the vibration you're offering now. Are you feeling worthy of pure love existing within your entire reality? Are you feeling worthy of love from another? Are you feeling worthy of flowing source through you unconditionally to every person in your reality? Are you feeling worthy of a romantic relationship with someone who will adore you? With someone who is interesting? Who's with someone who is on even a higher level than you? Are you feeling worthy of that? Are you feeling worthy of allowing inspiration to flow while you're in this relationship? And are you okay if the relationship ends tomorrow? If you're at that high vibrational level, then the person will be attracted in your reality because you have made agreements with all kinds of people all over the place. You have made disagreement. When I get to this level of vibration where I see myself as ultimately worthy of flowing source love unconditionally to the person that I am in a relationship with, the person says, that's when I will come because I want to experience that as well. And this well may be the question you've been asking in this lifetime. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Audrey. Yes. Um, I will tell you why I, I'm asking this question because uh, um, I want to know if there is a difference between neutrality with the old approach to life and the new one. Because the other day I saw a charter, a graphic with the frequencies. The lower one was shame, let's say with 20. Higher one was uh, love with 700. And the neutrality was 250. So I, I love your neutrality, Joshua, but what is it about the, the other one in the other approach to life? A lot of people will say that neutrality exists in the middle, in the horizon line. You have despair, depression, doubt, anxiety, regret, resentment, boredom, neutrality, contentment, excitement, joy, exhilaration, all the way up. It is in the center, but there is no hierarchy. There's nothing wrong with dipping down into despair. 
There's nothing wrong with leaping up into exhilaration. Neutrality, though, says nothing outside of me can make me feel anything. The old approach to life is I'm going to think positive thoughts because I want to stay up in this range, up in what they say is the higher vibrational range. It is a higher vibrational range than the fear-based range. I want to stay up in this. And so they're still saying, if I win the lottery, I'm going to feel exhilarated, excited. I'm going to jump for joy. That's a reaction to the outside condition. So it's still based in the old approach to life. Outside conditions can make me feel something. It's still the victim being moved by conditions to feel something. Something bad happens, they feel bad. Something good happens, they feel good. Up and down, up and down, up and down. They do not have any agency over how they feel. They're seeking to feel good more and more in time, and this is a wonderful thing. But they're seeking that through controlling how they perceive the outside conditions because they know the outside conditions always make them feel something. Now, this is a wonderful leap in the right direction. This is incredibly valuable because you have to go on this path to think positive thoughts and to think about the thoughts you're thinking and to look at your limiting beliefs and then to, over time, disconnect yourself from the events themselves because the highest state of being is calm. Now, you can see this is true. If someone is really excited about something, jumping up and down, screaming and everything, they can't have access to information that will enhance or be available to them on their journey of self-discovery. They're off thinking that this million dollars they just won is the best thing ever. Nothing better could happen to them. And we say that is a tiny, tiny, tiny little blip of good emotion compared to a state of being where you're existing in a calm state of knowing, allowing source consciousness to flow through you to create deliberately. You don't know if the million dollars that you just want is going to be a distraction or not. You don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. You are just thinking it's a good thing. You're just believing it's a good thing. So you're tied to this belief system or this mental construct that causes you to make you feel good or bad. Choosing to stay in this upper range of emotions by appreciating and being grateful for what you have is wonderful. But then you get stuck in it because you perceive that these wonderful conditions you've created are the only reason you feel good. And so now when inspiration comes, well, is it going to maintain this or is it going to enhance this thing that I have going on here? I need the conditions to be good in order to feel good. Of course, that's far along the journey. That's a wonderful thing. But now we're getting to something even deeper here. The conditions can't make you feel anything. They're just a reflection. And so when you're seeing yourself from a higher perspective and when you're perceiving yourself as a being of love, infinite, magnificent, eternal, limitless, nice things are going to come to you. And you're going to think, well, that's because I've been doing all this positive thinking and I've been meditating and I've been seeing myself from the higher perspective, which is true. But you're still attached to the outside conditions and so your fear of loss becomes greater. How can you go on this journey of self-discovery doing all these things you're inspired to do 
if you might end up losing these conditions that are responsible for making you feel good. That's too scary. To become a deliberate creator, you get to the state of neutrality. The conditions are meaningless. They don't make me feel good or bad. I choose how I feel, detached from the conditions or unconditional. I choose to stay in the state of neutrality and connect with source consciousness. I choose to be in that knowing place that I have at the state of neutrality, the state of calmness, I have access to the infinite wisdom of source consciousness. I have my guides, I have my inner self, I have my supporters, I have this flow of information, just as Gary is receiving right now, always available to me in this state of calm. This is the highest state of being. When they're talking about these different levels, they're at the earlier stages of this, saying, okay, you're still pretending you're a victim, you're still attached to the outcomes, why not pay attention to these upper range of emotions and look at everything from this higher perspective and perceive that everything is working out for you, that everything is good, that everything is being created for you, that everything is happening for you. Wonderful. Now you're at this stage and you say, okay, I'm going to go one step further than that. I'm going to intellectually understand that the conditions have no effect on how I feel. Now, initially they will, they still will. You're still going to be triggered. You're still going to think things are good. You're still going to think things are bad, but you're going to think about it and you say, okay, yeah, yeah, that happened. And that's a nice thing, but it's not going to make me feel anything other than calm and in harmony with the flow of the universe. Because I know if I am attached to good things happening, then I'm going to try and control more good things to happen. And I'm going to also be bummed out when something bad happens. I want to detach myself from the conditions. I want to be unconditional. In the non-physical, imagine your inner self looking down on you in pure love, in a state of pure calmness, knowing nothing can happen to Audrey. Knowing that Audrey is perfectly on her journey of exploration, that every experience that Audrey has is for her benefit and growth and expansion. The primary intention here is expansion. Now you get to choose, are you gonna expand in joy or love? Well, if you expand in joy, there's only one way to do that. Detach yourself from the conditions. Because to expand in joy means to go through every experience in joy. One where the victim would say, that's a bad experience. You get in a little car accident, something bumps into your car, and you're not moved out of alignment or you're not moved out of alignment for very long. You quickly see the higher perspective. You quickly detach yourself from the conditions meaning anything. Now, why is this interesting? Because if you're being moved by the outside conditions, you're either in one state of fear consciousness or you're in a little bit higher state than that. And you're a little bit more connected to your inner self but you're going to filter that information coming to your inner self and say, is this information, is this inspiration going to lead to more of the good? And that's a filter that narrows the range of inspiration and ideas that you can receive. When you detach yourself from the conditions and be calm, the highest state of being neutral, 
not allowing fear or preferences to influence you, you open up your bandwidth of range. And now you have direct communication with source, source flowing through you in confidence, knowing that every action you take when you're inspired to take will be for your highest good and the highest good of all involved and exponentially move yourself further along in your journey of self-discovery. You'll be moving into brand new dimensions that have never existed before because you're now fearless. You are without the influence of fear. You receive inspiration and the fear that pops up is not enough to limit you. Therefore, you're not limited by fear because you've done work to get to this level. And we're not saying that it won't take practice, that it won't take a little bit of time, and it won't take a continuing amount of focus of attention on how your emotional system is, is being moved about by outside conditions. This will always play a part in it, but you can get to a level now where you see exactly what's happening. You do not have an example of anyone living in neutrality. You have lots of examples of people living in victimhood trying to control their conditions by making charts and telling you what to do. Neutrality comes from you trusting your inner self and your inner guidance, your inner wisdom, knowing that your inner selves brought you to this conversation we're having right now. This is where they brought you. They didn't bring you anywhere else. And ideas can come from all over different places, but you have to realize that those teaching spiritual philosophy are doing so from the perspective of the victim. So that information, while it has validity in it and it's a wonderful thing, there's a bit of fear in there and there's from, it's coming from a perspective of a victim. How many human beings are living fully in alignment with who they truly are in the new approach to life? You are all the first to try this. You're all the first to experiment with this. You're moving in that direction. And so it's fun to look at things outside and fun to get ideas and fun to talk to your friends and fun. And from that, you will get inspiration for your inner self and you will unlock nuggets of information. But realize you don't need us. You don't need them. Any question you have can be asked to your inner self. And when you start trusting that information, you'll start to notice your vibration rising and your perspective of yourself rising. You'll not need to look outside yourself for answers. You will realize everything I need is coming from my inner self. Everything I need is coming from source consciousness when I just relax and just stay calm and neutral about any subject. That's easy to do where everything's going good. When the conditions are good, that's a lot easier to do. But then you watch the news and you hear about a shooting over there and a war over here and an economy problem over here. And this says, oh, outside conditions can't affect me. It's not affecting you. It's affecting people who are playing around with these activities in these areas because they need the experience. And those who are being affected by it, it's adjusting their belief system without them knowing it. You can see it all from the higher perspective. You can realize that this reality you're living in 2022 is mostly a reality where people are buying into the illusion of fear. Less so than previously because it is easing up and there's more people popping out of the fear and seeing it for what it is. But the majority of the humans on the planet are still 
efforting and struggling, trying to get what they think they want, trying to avoid the thing they don't want, and living based in human terms in fear. So it is an ineffective and fearful way to live. And they're acting on urges to change conditions, and they're exploring who they're not. They will need to explore who they're not for a time being. They will not be able to get into neutrality. They won't even understand the value of neutrality. This concept of neutrality is a higher vibrational concept that they don't have access to yet. Because how can you say neutrality is preferable to efforting and struggling and trying to make things happen and get what you want in a society that's completely created for that effect? Everyone else is doing it. This is what they're taught from the beginning of time. This is the only way to get the dream, the ideal. And when we come along and say, give up your ideal, give up your desires, give up your preferences, give up your need to have those things manifested, and you will get what you truly want. Give up your control, give up your need to change everything, and you will be inspired to take action to get what you truly want. When you play with that idea for a little while, and you see the effects of that, you see the effects of how you feel of how you're able to stay neutral, how you're not bounced around by conditions causing you to feel something, how you're able to adjust your emotions quickly and easily, how you're able to understand the messages in your emotions, and how to receive these insights that are brilliant. You're on the cusp of that now, and soon when you enter into this idea of neutrality, through the work that you've been doing in the boot camp and the Ascension experience, as you go along in those, as you do the work and meditate every day and do your daily spiritual practice and do your plots and assignments. As you go through that, you can be sure that the change in you is happening and the change in your outer reality will reflect that, but you don't care if it does or not. You won't need it to. Gary thinks now how he used to live in such highs and lows and tried to get things and yearn for things so hard and effort and struggled and lived this way in anxiety and regret and second thought every decision he ever made. And he said, oh, that compared to how he's living now feels like imprisonment. And he was able to get out of that. He was able to go on this process, on this journey to now where every option is available, which is freedom, freedom from that imprisonment. It's hard to see where this is going from where you are now. But if you have faith in this system and if you do the work and if, you're, if you understand that prior to your birth you've had these questions and these questions are being answered when you're being neutral and when you're going with the flow of life and when you're acting on inspiration. So neutrality, we say, highest state of being that you can be in physical reality because this is how we exist in the non-physical. That's great. Thank you very much. I understand that very well. Excellent. Mm. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. This is Autumn. Autumn. I am struggling, and I have yet to talk to anybody in my spiritual community who is not struggling with this. With the idea of neutrality, when there have been 27 school shootings in five months in this geographic region of the world, in America. And I've asked Spirit about it, and to answer. And I don't believe that it is the work of God or that consciousness is like, well, it doesn't matter. It's an experience. I'm, I'm just struggling how this work 
bridges with that because there there isn't part of me that can go yes this is right let's just continue this happening because it's benefiting people i think it is the work of the ego and turned completely upside down and on steroids um so i would love some help with that because yeah i just i haven't i have yet to have a conversation with even mentors and people high up that can genuinely not just talk about it intellectually but genuinely embrace neutrality within the alchemy of who they are as a being in light of what is happening you're being triggered by a belief system that says what well i guess a belief system that says we really shouldn't walk into a school and and murder children on the regular and we have a structural system that seems to support it what about if it wasn't children what about if it was adults well, no i i don't think so are you saying that there's more school shootings than there are robberies and gang violence and all this stuff happening at the same time? Well, here's my thing. You have said to us before that until around the age of seven, that most children live very much connected to source energy. They're not creating yet from a place of fear and indoctrination with a, a conditioning and a culture. So how then did they create that experience for themselves? And why are we seeing the repetition of it? You were saying that up until the age of seven, they are more connected to source energy, source consciousness, and their primary intention to expand in joy, which is absolutely Correct. true. They are not Correct. They are not as attached to physical reality. They're not attached to the dogma and the limiting beliefs of older people. They are here for a purpose, to serve a purpose, just as you are. You have come to serve a certain purpose. You have gone on your journey of self-discovery. You are coming to the fruition of serving your purpose and asking this question is part of that purpose for you. The ability to receive this inspiration and to push past the fear to ask this incredible question is why you came. It's part of who you are. You can opt out of this anytime you want. If you don't want to ask this question, you can not ask the question. If you don't want to go on a spiritual journey, you can go back into the old approach to life anytime you want. You have full agency to interact in this reality any way you want, but you have a driving force within you. The intentions that you set prior to your birth, in your case, the intention for self-discovery. Humanity is moving from fear to love. Humanity thinks that controlling certain aspects of society is proper and good. Humanity believes that throwing a whole bunch of kids in a school system for 12 years to get them out of their way while they're working is a great idea. Oh, it's beneficial. They're learning things. They're doing things. They're, what they're doing is housing them in boxes, in desks, inside a room for 12 years. This structure of your school system is going to change. This way you treat children as throw-offs, maybe not your children, but all other children, where you don't consider their needs. If they're not your children, you, you consider your children, maybe your children's friends and maybe your friend's children, but you don't consider children in other states and what they're going through or other countries. And so they've come forth to say, what about us? Think about us. Think about how you're existing in the society 
and what you're doing with the children of your society. They're bringing great love towards all children. And you call it a sacrifice. You say, oh, they've come and they've sacrificed their life for this event that plays out and everyone in the country and maybe many people in the world are thinking about this from a, from a position of love. How can we serve these children better? Well, if events like this don't happen, is it really going to change the mass consciousness? Are there going to be people who come forward with new solutions and new ideas and new ways of treating children in those age groups and in those grades from zero to 18? Will any change in the perspective of the adult population who's concerned about themselves and concerned about making money and concerned about doing things on their own? Is there going to be another way to bring that mass consciousness to the realization that this system is not working? And so they say, ah, we'll go forward and we will participate in this event in joy all the way through. We will have joyous childhoods, we'll have wonderful parents, we'll have wonderful friends, and we'll live this life and we will interact in this event and we'll return to the non-physical. Now, from your perspective, you're saying death is terrible. Death is the worst thing that could ever happen. Death is the end of it all. And this was a horrible thing that should never happen. And we say, from the higher perspective, from the perspective of the non-physical, this is just a play. They're just playing a role for the benefit of all you, and they're not sacrificing because at any time they could opt out, just as you can opt out, just as you could have changed your mind about asking this question, they could have opt out of that. And you will start to see those who choose to opt out and you will hear stories about that. And they will be like, for some reason, he didn't go to school that day. For some reason, she didn't go to work that day. For some reason, she didn't get on a plane that day. But for the mass consciousness of this planet, these little events in the massive scale of all the people who are transitioning to the non-physical, you pay attention to. You're not paying attention to the 10 times more people in car crashes. You're not paying to the magnitudes of more people in a war right now. You're not paying attention to people who are involved in crimes or all these things. You're paying attention to these events, these events that make headlines. And this is why the event happens, because this is how it gets the attention of those living in fear. Now, from your perspective, you are either saying to yourself that we are all the creators of a reality or we're all victims. And so you'll have to be saying that those children who are involved in these school shootings are victims. And if they're victims, that means you're a victim too. And that means you'll have to control and control and control. You'll have to take away all the guns. Will that work? course not. There'll be something else. What's the fundamental picture here is the way in which you as a society treat your children in the school system. You as a society treat your relationship to firearms. You as a society treat your relationship to mentally challenged individuals. You as a society has to rethink all these things. Now, you as a society will do that. All the answers will come not from people in fear, not from those who perceive themselves as victims. Those answers will never come because in fear, you have access only to previous thoughts based in fear. Those of you who reach a state of neutrality 
and happen to be in the position where you become the path of least resistance, you can unlock and access solutions that won't necessarily focus on guns and school shootings, but on an adjustment to the entire system. There's a school, the Sudbury Valley School, where the school system is completely different, where the children make up all the rules, where there is no curriculum and no teachers, where the children do whatever they're inspired to do. And when they birth a desire, they figure out how to learn to read, learn math, or whatever they need to move along on that journey towards the fulfillment of a desire. The desire has to precede. You can't sit 20 kids in a room and teach them all the same things because they all have different desires. You haven't figured this part out yet. But if you were to tell the average parent, yes, we're gonna send your kid to a school where they can do anything they want, and there are no teachers, and they make all the rules, generally, they will not accept that. But that idea is growing and growing and growing. And ideas like these come through, not from the people in fear, but from those who realize that there needs to be a change in the system. Those who realize there could be a better way. And all these events, all the events that you hear about in the news are little plays being interacted by those who have come forth as their primary intention for the experience of that and for the benefit of all that is, of all the rest of the mass consciousness of this planet. They are in service to a greater good, but there is no sacrifice because at any time they can pop right back in. Death, from your perspective, is a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing. There is no death. It's just transition from one reality to another reality. And you're transitioning from one reality to another reality all the time. You just don't see it. To you, this looks like loss. It looks like tragedy. But this is the old programming of it all. Of course, there's fear involved. Of course, everyone's limiting beliefs are being triggered. Of course, the fear is, this could happen to my own children. And I must protect them because the thing I fear the most is less. And of course, that limiting belief will always be with you. But your immediate reaction to it is based in fear. And so every idea that you have is based in fear. We should build walls around the schools. We should arm the teachers. We should eliminate everyone's right to own a firearm. All these solutions will never work because they're based in fear. What will work is a fundamental reconstruction of the entire system where you put the individual interest of the child before yourself. Once you get there, these things will solve themselves. These things will not play out. You will never see these again. Once you get there where you put the fundamental intention of the child's true welfare, not their physical welfare or their clothing them and feeding them, but their true spiritual welfare. When you realize that this life is here for a journey of self-discovery, not to be filled with useless information, not to be made into a cog in society, not to be stored in a box for a certain amount of hours so that you can go to work, where you take their overall experience as your priority. When you do that, everything else will take care of itself. This is just a symptom of nobody caring about what happens to them from a spiritual level. You see, those living in fear are thinking about themselves. It's inconvenient to search around for different options 
when there's this only option here. This is the only thing that I can do right now. And there's nothing I can do as an individual for my kids other than this one option that there's there. I have to go to work. I have to support myself. I have to do this. I have to keep them safe. I have to do all these things. So the society, of course, is moving towards more interest in the welfare, the spiritual welfare of all individuals in society. Children, adults, elderly, disabled, all parts of the society are coming to understand that every other part is valuable and equal. And so when humanity takes the perspective off themselves and onto the greater good of everyone else, you will see great changes happen. And this event is a milestone in that journey to remove the focus of attention from oneself onto the focus of attention on everyone else. Not satisfying? <laughs> Thank you. It's it's a lot. And I, I do, um, I, I did thread when I did my writing and I asked um, Source about it. And what did Source say? Well, it did. It threaded right to the um, treatment of children and the the abysmal, what we call education, um, particularly in America, um, is, you know, there are these pockets of democratic schools in the Northeast and Connecticut and Jersey and New York and some in California that are doing very interesting things where they are putting the well-being of, of children um, of children first, but it is, I don't know how people in human form, <laughs> regardless of how aligned you are and how high, high vibration that you are as a parent, don't have um, an iota of fear within yourself. Um, yes, you have given, given the current climate. It doesn't um, matter what's happening. If yeah. you have fear, it's based on a limiting belief and the limiting belief is never true. And right. you're not meant to not feel emotion. You're not meant to not feel fear. You're not meant to be a robot. You're to understand that you have these emotions and then realize you have a limiting belief and then realize that, that all these structures that are taking place are part of the process of change to everything you truly want. And so this is just one more aspect of the mechanism of change. But the fear, based on the limiting belief, is that it could happen to your child. Of course, that mm -hmm. fear is always going to be there. It's a basic limiting belief. It will always be there in some sense. But it's just limiting. And it's the realization that this event that happens makes you feel something. In neutrality, right. it's not not caring about these things. It's realizing that there's no solution in the fear. So you might say, oh, you don't care about this? That's not compassionate. That's not a good thing to do. How can you not care? And it's not that you don't care. It's that there's no value in fear. Because in fear, you cut yourself off from the intelligence that could flow through you that would be a benefit to moving this entire system to the place where it will eventually land. The progress of this will eventually land in a system where every individual in society is cared for by every other individual. That's the fruition of this all. In the society now, there are a few people who care about others, 
but primarily it's individuals mostly concerned about them. You want your kids to be safe mostly because you don't want to feel the negative emotion should anything happen to them. When you take it off that and put it onto them in love, it's entirely a different conversation. It's an entirely different perspective. It's, I want to support your journey of self-discovery by being neutral and removing all control. With the limiting beliefs that something could happen to them, you're going to control them more. You're going to protect them more. You're going to create a bubble around them more. You're going to, you're going to smooth out their manifestation events. You're going to be an obstacle in their path of self-discovery that they will either rebel against or conform to, but manifestation of events of their own will happen at some point. They could happen in their youth or they could happen after they leave you. If they happen after they leave you, we promise you they're going to be more intense. If they happen in childhood, they will be resilient. They will learn resiliency out of this. But when events like this happen and you feel fear and now you want to control the environment around your children as if you had any control whatsoever, you're going to micromanage every aspect of them in fear, not for something happening to them, but for how you would feel if something happened to them. That is not a evolved or a neutral state. The neutral state would say, my children here primarily for a journey of self-discovery, for expansion, in joy. They will move along this journey to answer questions that they come in with. They will have chosen me as their mother. They will have chose the time and place of their birth. They will have intentions, powerful intentions that I have no way of knowing what they are or any control over that whatsoever. I can't get them off their path. They're going to be on that path without me. I can't change anything about them because they are who they are. All I can do is either control everything or control less. And if I'm placing all of this on how I'm going to feel if something happens to them, I know for sure I'm going to be in fear consciousness receiving urges to control them more. And that's not going to be of any benefit to them spiritually. Maybe you'll keep them alive. Maybe you'll keep them from scraping their knees. Maybe you'll not buy them a bike so they don't fall off of it. Maybe you won't take them to the pool so they don't drown. Maybe you will control every, maybe you'll put them in a plastic bubble in their bedroom so they can't get any disease or any virus or have any interaction with any bully that might come along. Or maybe you could know that they're here on the journey of, of self-discovery that they are powerful just as you are. They are creators just as you are. They're creating the whole thing just as you are. And that they have connection to their inner self for guidance. They don't need you. And if you step back and see that they are the creators that you created, that you can lead them not by telling them what to do, but by being this example of alignment and neutrality yourself. So imagine you had two possible ways of raising children. You could be the one who controls everything, who makes sure that all the dangers are taken care of, to make sure that you see every movie that they see just in case there's something that could come up that would trigger them or would make them think something, to make sure that you interview all of their friends, you have to do background checks on all the friends' parents, you smooth out every possible manifestation event, you wipe out any possible bully that could come along, you attend to their social media at every point to make sure that nothing's happening there. 
And then you set them free in the world to go figure this out after they're already 20 years old. Or you realize that they're the creators of the reality. They're coming here for a purpose and a reason. They've chosen you to be there to support them. They don't need anything from you other than food and a place to live. They can have their experience in their youth, having manifestation events, feeling all kinds of emotions, while you say as a example of neutrality and you guide them neutral. Oh, well, those are just the things that happen. Don't worry about this. This is just an emotion that you're feeling. It just points out to a limiting belief. You're going to have these experiences and these experiences will help you move along your journey of self-discovery, especially when you get older. You'll build resiliency, you'll start to build trust, you'll start to understand when you're in or out of alignment. You'll start to receive inspiration. You know when you're upset, you're gonna receive urges to punch the kid next to you because they said something. And if you act on that urge, it's never gonna bring you anything you want. Imagine guiding children this way. Well, that's gonna bring up a lot of fear for those who have limiting beliefs around something bad could happen to their children. But only the victim could believe that. The creator can only believe that nothing can happen to anyone, that everything's happening for everyone, that everything is always working out, that everything is always progressing, maybe not in your timeline, but in the arc of the entire timeline, everything is getting better and better and better. And these little blips that are happening move the mass consciousness of this planet. And with that, we are complete. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Thank oh, my word. That was something else. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks, thank you. Yeah, there's questions about school shootings or mass shootings, it's always touchy because the idea is that everything's working out perfectly, that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that everything is right. But how do you see it's right in that sense? And there's a video that I posted on an article that Joshua wrote and Kyla narrated, and it's at the uh, teachings of, or Joshua teachings on YouTube. Check that out. I think that if you look at that, you'll see the underlying cause is the school system itself. And in the future, that school system will change um, in a radical way. There's also schools that are doing this now and a whole bunch of different ideas about how schools should work. Of, you know, the way you and I went to school, we know it was an optimum. In fact, we know that a lot of our limiting beliefs came from that school system. Of course, we had fun and we met friends and it was social, but that was about the best part of it or the only good part. The rest of it was really, you know, sticking us all in a box until our parents got home from work. So I really think there's going to be a, a great change in that institution as we go forward. And you notice that the, the vast majority of these school shootings are happening in America for some reason. They're not happening in other countries. And other countries with guns, they're not happening. Not happening in Sweden, not happening in South Africa. They're happening, they're not happening in Mexico. They're happening here. And it isn't really a gun issue. It's more to it than that. Uh, if you watch that video, you'll check it out. But I think Joshua's answer today was amazing. So if you liked it, uh, leave a comment on this and leave a review. Uh, do what you can to spread the word. We really appreciate everything you do. And check out the Ascension Experience because you know there's you get with this group of people all over the world and we have calls together and you get a partner 
is really fun to go through this. And it's uh, the courses are $297. There's a coupon code for $50 off, 5 off. And so it's really $247. It's a four-week course. You Once you're in the course, you can take it as often as you like, and all the courses are guaranteed. So if you don't like the course, you get your money back. All right. If you have any questions or you'd like to speak to me, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Bye.